Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hello everyone, I hope that you're doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shaka and I welcome you to my channel. Um, if you are new, I'm really grateful for your support and I hope you're enjoying all the videos. I have more than 900 something videos on INFJ stuff um, and you might not relate to all of them but they're all a good way to get started on self-knowledge which is um, one of our primary quests as an INFJ. And in this primary quest as an INFJ, one of my INFJ friends who is obsessed or interested <laughs> in autism and ADHD, and she's a psycho psychologist in the UK, she diagnoses people uh, who might be who have might have autism or uh, ADHD, and she kind of does like a, a questionnaire and she figures out, yeah, you have it or you don't, etc. And uh, recently, maybe a couple of months ago. She told me, you know, like, I don't know if you're interested in this, but um, I think you have both. <laughs> um, that you fall on the spectrum, basically. And that, she was directing that towards me. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because I would always watch videos uh, by people who had um, autism or ADHD, or I would read um, memes online about it or just comments on Instagram. And it would always kind of resonate with me, but I'd also, I was always like, but, you know, I had this kind of typical idea in my head what an autistic person or a person with ADHD looked like. And, and I didn't kind of fit into that, that paradigm um, because, you know, I was able to function pr pr pretty normally and, you know, I was able to adapt myself to society in a way that, that perhaps showed me that it was okay. You know, maybe I'm not on the spectrum. But then I started reading a lot more about it because I realized that what she said as well is that um, particularly women do not fall on the spectrum in a typical way as all other, uh, as men would particularly, particularly as men would. And also that as women, we have many coping strategies and we have many masking strategies that we develop when we're quite young. 
and <coughs> you might relate to this even if you're not autistic or if you have ADHD because you know as an INFJ even I've learned so many coping and masking strategies that I've kind of used since I was a child because I had to fit in because I didn't fit in and I had to make sure that I did so that I wouldn't stand out too much because as soon as you stand out you know that that peg that stands out is the one that kind of gets smashed on and so I was I knew that if I you know stood out I would get smashed on and so I had to make sure that I learned how not to stand out how to be um, a square peg in a square hole you know <laughs> instead of a round peg in a square hole or pretend at least right so no one noticed that I was a round peg in a square hole um, and so you know as I said I started reading more about it and I started um, learning more about it basically just you know, reading blog posts and watching YouTube videos and reading Instagram posts, of course, not anything special. And you've done this previously, I'm sure, as well. And um, I realized little by little how many traits that I had that I, I kind of assumed were just kind of just a little bit not typical, just a little bit out there, but were actually related to my ADHD or my, you know, the spectrum that I was on. And, you know, I'll give you a couple examples just to kind of um, give you the gist of it. These are easy examples, and, I mean, I didn't realize it was related to that, but one of the things that I have a really hard time with is having stuff in drawers or in cupboards that are closed. Um, I need to see everything on the surface of a table, or I need the drawers open so I can see everything like, I don't, I don't like it being closed off so I don't know what's inside of it. Because as a person with ADHD or whatever it's related to, um, is it, I don't know if it's autism or ADHD. I think it's ADHD. I, I don't, if I don't see it, I don't know that it's there and I forget about it and I don't use it, right? And so I know that about me and I've known that about me for ages. And so whenever I go to any new place, everything that I need, I put it on tables scattered around I, I i i wish i could show you pictures of my place because <laughs> literally everything that i i use very often and i need and i want and i i want to see all the time uh, is on tables is scattered around and i have lots of drawer space and i have lots of cupboard space in this place and usually i do um but i never have anything in there they're always empty and uh, unless i put stuff in there that i know i'm never going to use like um, suitcases, you know, once I've emptied out a suitcase, I'll put it in there. Or um, like winter clothes when it's summer kind of thing, I'll do that. But if I'm using the item and I need it, I need it to be visible. I need it to be on a surface where I can see it constantly so that I, I don't forget that it exists because I will forget it exists. And then I will never use it for two, three years until I open the door and realize, hi, hey, what, what is this? Oh my God, I forgot I had this. And this is a typical trait of people with ADHD. I had no idea. I mean, not typical, I would say typical, as if, you know, anything is typical in, in that neurodivergent uh, manner. But it is one thing that kept, kept on coming up when people were talking about ADHD. And I was like, whoa, okay, really? That's weird. I do, did this with them without even thinking about it. And it's a trait. Uh, another thing that, you know, I was actually quite surprised by as well is that ADHD and people with ADHD and autism constantly, the people on the spectrum constantly talked about the fact that they do not miss the people in their life once they're out of sight. 
So not only does it work for items, but it also works for people, situations, anything. If it's out of sight, it's out of mind. We're not thinking about it. We're not talking about it. We forget about it. We forget it even exists. And so <clears throat> one of the things that constantly people with uh, ADHD and autism have to tell their, their loved ones and people around them is that I will forget to message you back. And I hope that's something that you get used to. Because if it's not, you know, we might see the message notification, but then we might forget about it and then it's gone. Like if we don't go back to that app, we'll never see it again. Uh, we will never even think about it. We forget about the fact that you even exist and that we need to message you back. And this happens to me over and over and over again. And I thought it was because I was just a careless person, but it's actually because of the fact that out of sight, out of mind really works <laughs> to a degree when you have, when you're on the spectrum. So that was again another thing that you know i used to berate myself for i was like oh my gosh i'm such a terrible person i'm not a, i'm not caring i don't care about people you know no no wonder i'm single la 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 and then i realized oh it's not because i don't care about people because i do and that was what was kind of causing me to feel this kind of incoherence i was like but i do care about people but i forget that they message me i forget to message them what is this all about right um and so this is where what i realized um, and I mean, there's like a bunch of other things like, you know, uh, people with ADHD are afraid to look at their bank accounts because they have no idea how much money they spent. They have no idea where they stand. And, and this kind of fear takes them over. And for the longest time, until I took care of my finances and, and kind of settled them well, I, I was in the same boat. I would not even, I would be so afraid to look at my bank account. I'd be afraid to look at my credit card statements um, because we have this impulsive, spontaneous nature or this part of ours that does randomly buy things without thinking about it. And I know I still do that. Thankfully, I'm usually buying things that are, you know, quite um, cheap, not, not in a ch cheap quality way, but like are not so expensive. And so it doesn't affect my finances so much. But, um, you know, sometimes I do have moments where I'm plopping down $300 for some item that I'm like, I'm never going to use this. Why am I doing this? Um, thankfully, mostly I can return it, but, you know, I've kind of, noticed that about myself and I, I've fixed it so now whenever I have this urge to buy something that's extremely expensive I'm like do I actually need it or am I in this phase where I'm impulsively buying something because it's something I do um, and so you know as I started kind of learning about this this diagnosis the self-diagnosis if you call it uh, because my friend did diagnose me but you know she never did a questionnaire on me she's just watched hundreds of my videos and spoken to me and uh, she knows you know what I'm all about <laughs> um, and you know she also said you know kind of take it with a grain of salt because it might just be that you're displaying some of the symptoms but not all and so you know read up on it and of course I did because that's what INFJs do you know we get obsessed with the topic and we read 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 and uh, as I said I started discovering all of these traits of mine that I just thought were they which weren't typical neurotypical and um, which were a little bit out there, but I assumed it was just part of my quirky personality. <laughs> and yeah, it is part of my quirky personality, but it kind of is related to that ADHD autistic uh, part of me or bit of me or whatever you want to call it, you know, like, um, so I wanted to share this video with you, not because I wanted to say, uh, look at me, I have another label that I can put on myself, but because I realized that, um, even though I had accepted a lot of myself because I had kind of learned a lot about myself and I realized, oh, it's just this, this thing I do because I'm an INFJ or this is a thing I do because I'm Enneagram this or that or, you know, this is a thing I do because I'm a Virgo, whatever kind of label I put on it. 
I was able to accept all of these different random parts of me because I was like, well, you know, this is me. And it may, these are all the unique, beautiful parts of me and it makes up me and I love me, right? But there were also these random parts of me, this, these, this bits related to my ADHD and autistic part that I was like, I don't actually understand why I do these things, you know? Like, why can't I just check my bank account without having a panic attack or an anxiety attack? Why do I feel so much anxiety all the time and feel like I'm missing something even though there is nothing and I've taken care of everything? Again, all related to ADHD. Why do I need everything on the surface and why can't I just put things into drawers? Like, why does it have to be on the table or on the desk? Like, why can't I just put them away? And, you know, um, you know why, why don't I message people back on time? Like, why is this some, such a difficult thing? Like, it seems almost impossible at times. No matter how much I schedule it into my, my day, I have to message this person back. It, it just slips from my mind if I don't put it into my to-do list. Why can't I remember things if I don't put them into my to-do list, you know? Like, why does it have to be in the list? Even though it's something I do every day, if I don't put it in the list, I'll forget about it. Um, so, you know, all of these things that were, like, just a little bit on the outside and a little bit kind of poking at me saying, you know, why is it like that? Like, why can't I just do it, you know? Um, and so I was so grateful that my friend did say those things to me and she did diagnose me that way because... All of a sudden, all of these missing puzzle pieces that were just kind of just one-offs here and there. Like I had the full picture almost, but there were like 10 or 15 puzzle pieces that were kind of missing in bits and bits here and there. And it kind of was, I had kind of the full picture, but not fully. And I was looking at it. I'm like, but this doesn't make any sense. And all of the puzzle pieces are kind of suddenly falling into place. And that kind of self-knowledge, this, this, this is causing me to feel even more comfortable with myself and even more grateful that I am who I am. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, I don't want to start kind of playing this thing about, oh, but like, this is what makes up me and, you know, this is how I, I am, so you're just going to have to accept me. It just helped me accept myself and it helped me understand that I can actually have a conversation with another person saying, hey, you might notice that I don't actually reply back to your messages on time this is something that I do and I've been trying to, this is something that, that's because of my you know, ADHD and autism and I really, I wish that I could fix it, but something that I'm having a hard time fixing, fixing. So I, I hope that you can understand, right? And just having that kind of understanding of myself is making me realize that, of course, you know, we're very complicated creatures, but we're so much more complicated than we actually realize. You know, I thought I knew myself and then suddenly this plops into my into my vicinity and my friends like hey this is what's going on with you and all of a sudden all of these things that I knew about myself were not things that I knew about myself anymore you know it, it kind of um, revealed a deeper layer to, to me that I had never known existed so I'm not saying that all of you should go and <laughs> get yourself diagnosed as uh, autistic or um, or on the spectrum or with ADHD or whatever I'm just saying that it, it, it could be a high possibility because I have noticed that a lot of people who are INFJs are on the spectrum as well. And I'm not saying 90, 100% of INFJs are like that, but I would notice that a lot of them are there because it, it kind of, I don't know, melds together. And also, if you're a female INFJ, a lot of times, or a woman INFJ, um, a lot of times it does result in that because um, if you die, or if you identify as female, um, it kind of results in that you know females are taught to hide themselves, their real selves. 
and they're taught to placate others and to kind of mold themselves to fit the paradigms of society much more than men are, much more than the males are. And so if you're a female INFJ, it's very it's highly likely that you've been doing this all your life and not realizing that you might be on the spectrum because you just kind of blended into your environment because you're so empathic and you know you're a very like an, you're an emotional person in terms of you are emotionally intelligent and so you're able to kind of gauge what the situation needs and move along with it even if it doesn't make sense to you you know like I would do certain things because I knew the situation required it when I was a child and even now not knowing why I'm doing it but knowing that feeling wise and emotional situation wise I had to kind of do this particular thing I hope that makes sense and so you know I'm I do recommend that you read up on it and uh, you know I also realized that my sister um, has ADHD and it, and she's an INTJ and uh, one of the things that I did read that it might be that it's actually um, the spectrum is actually hereditary because I do imagine I can see traits of that in my mother and father for sure um, and um, and a little bit in my brother as well so I think it might be a little bit um, hereditary I have no idea anything about it I don't know the genetics behind it I don't know how it functions how it works <clears throat> I haven't gone that deep into it yet, but I do recommend, as I said, if you have the chance to look into it a little bit more and, and figure out if that kind of applies to you or not. It doesn't necessarily have to, um, but I do know that it was a, it was a godsend for sure. It was uh, it was it did help me realize a lot more about myself and made me a lot more comfortable with myself being socially awkward, being awkward in other ways, and realizing oh it's okay, you know it's just. It's just who I am. There's nothing to worry about. I'm not broken in any way. I'm not. I'm not. Um, I don't. I'm not imperfect. I mean, I am imperfect, but not in that way that I need to fix something. So this video is already very long. Um, if you have particular questions about this, let me know, and I'll do another video. And I hope that you have an amazing day wherever you are. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shaka. Bye for now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.